Namaste. So, welcome to the satsang on the topic of reincarnation. It's a it's an interesting topic, but also a deep topic. So, in the short time, we will be able to see some aspects of it. Just give you an idea. I want to make you more confused so that you will think. The purpose is that you should start thinking in this direction. It's not necessary that we understand everything overnight. That's why I make jokes saying we spend one and a half to two hours in the in the down dog and chaturanga. So reincarnation will take much more time to understand and appreciate the concept behind it and the logic behind it and. it becomes a difficult topic also because most of the religions uh, they also don't believe so it's uh, against certain belief systems of theologies though the eastern cultures they accept reincarnation all eastern religions and cultures they accept reincarnation yoga philosophy accepts reincarnation but we don't demand you to believe the philosophy doesn't demand you to believe it says it's up to you to understand like no one will say that unless you believe in reincarnation you cannot practice yoga no it's nothing to do with that it's about understanding so <clears throat> i would like to begin with a, a story then we will go into the logic and everything behind it so there was a an incident which happened in 1926 1926 i am taking you back to 1926 in 1926 one girl born in delhi her name was shanti devi so she when she was 4 years old she started telling that uh, she was uh, there before in another uh, town called mathura which is around uh, 400 450 kilometers south of delhi so she used to tell her family members a lot about her previous birth she used to tell i was there in this town and i had a uh, i had a son and i uh, died because of a surgery failed all that she used to narrate lot of things so when she was 4 she started talking and as the age progressed she started talking more about these things so parents initially thought it will all stop but it didn't stop it continued she used to talk a lot and with like lot of details and narrative so when she was uh, think around 9 years old then people wanted to look into it so one of her uh, uncle he investigated and then he said okay we will write to the to her previous husband about some of the details because she told narrated so then they wrote to her previous husband and he confirmed some of the things and there was someone else who was staying in the same city in the delhi so they sent him there and when this man came he confirmed the, the way she was talking that she knew lot of things about uh, the previous life then her uh, husband in the previous birth he visited her and she could recognize she could talk to him he was convinced he he visited her with her son in the previous birth and uh, she could recognize though she died when the son was very young so she could narrate lot of things they were convinced so this became a big story in late 1920s it became more and more and it came in all uh, newspapers at the time in india it went uh, like came appeared in international papers so when this news reached gandhi mahatma gandhi 
this truth uh, news reached him and uh, he became curious and he appointed a group of 15 prominent people to investigate into it 15 people were appointed a committee was made by mahatma gandhi himself and uh, some of them were parliamentarians some of them were uh, prominent citizens and he said he go and look into this and uh, verify the veracity of the whole story so they went uh, they visited her and they took her to the town mathura that is the town from which she was in the previous birth and they in- investigated lot of points and they all turned out true that is how it was uh, a well documented uh, recorded observed story of li- late 19 uh, like 30s 1935 the dates everything is there it appeared in papers and someone in 1980s uh, doubted the whole thing again the whole thing came up in 1980s again the whole thing came up and they went and met her in 1986 she was still there so again the reporters went and talked to her and they did everything so there are many such incidents well recorded so maybe i will share a couple of links in your in your facebook page um, in your group so leaving the stories apart is a there are lot of such stories hundreds of stories are there very well documented recorded in one of the uh, studies was one one boy uh, was his uh, own uh, grandson like a boy was his own grandfather so he how to say that uh, grandfather became grandson so it was also a well documented thing so many such things in one incident when they investigated it's an incident in sri lanka uh, she was uh, he in her previous birth and he died of an accident and then uh, he became a she in her next birth and she remembered everything about her previous reincarnation so these are all like lot of stories are there <coughs> so but stories we may believe we may not believe even though there may be lot of evidence to it but what is the logic behind it uh, how we perceive this because nowadays many people say oh it is not scientific you cannot prove it i never understand what is meant by not scientific and you cannot prove it it's in fact is it is the responsibility of the scientific community to look into it and try to understand because they have the entire framework of uh, investigation and they have the equipments they have uh, the funds so they should look into these things and either they have to understand properly prove it or they have to disprove it if they disprove scientifically that this is only an imagination then we will all believe no such research has been done by the people who criticize this whole thing is a question of how we understand first of all first we will uh, look from the standpoint of uh, let us say logic or from the standpoint of uh, philosophy i just imagine like this is my own uh, creation my own imagination i live 90 years and i am going to die i was a religious man and i see god before i die i saw my god whoever my god oh my god and suddenly god appears oh my god and i know i am going to die i tell oh my god i am going to die now if you give me one chance i want to live my life in a different way given a chance i want to live life in a different way in a better way whatever is my better definition of better imagine if god says no i'm sorry you are condemned you did lot of bad things you are condemned to eternal hell mark the words eternal hell then i say oh god i start uh, like this arguing with my rather plead so that you are kindness that's what everyone says that god is uh, nothing but compassion kindness love so please be kind please be compassionate give me one chance no 
See, come on, what type of a God you are? You don't give me one chance, I am requesting you so much. The condemned eternal, it is not even temporary that I can come back. I am gone, means gone, that's all. I have to hold uh, eternity, I have to be. Or God is happy and then he says, okay, you came to my church and you are paying annual subscription, I am very happy with you. So you are now, you will be sent to eternal heaven. Whereas you think of another way. And then I meet God, I say, God, I didn't know how to live. So please give me one more chance to live life in a different way. God thinks for a minute, he says, yeah, why not? Go ahead. One more life. And then I go again at the end of that life and say, one more, yes. One more, yes. Why not? A million or a billion is nothing in terms of the eternity. In terms of the uh, time cycles, if you see a million lives, billion lives, is nothing. Why not? So God gives me an opportunity, innumerable opportunities to travel and experience life in different ways. Because we can experience life only through our body. And this body can give rise to only certain experiences. In this birth, I start doing a lot of skydiving. While I do skydiving, I feel one day that, what is this, you know, wearing so many things, all the time worried, taking care of this parachute and so much, and this is also expensive. It's never like flying like a bird. Because when I am doing skydiving, I see birds flying casually, floating, gliding, no passports, no visas. These migratory birds, you see, just they travel across the globe free, 10,000 kilometers. <coughs> then I feel, okay, let me be a bird. Because with this body, I cannot enjoy like a bird. Because there are hardware limitations. Your iPhone 4 is not same as your 8. Hardware has changed. As a human body, it has certain limitations. You can never swim like a, like a dolphin or a whale. You can never enjoy food like a pig. Because you are worried all the time, we are worried. Isn't it? Oh, this is fat. This is not good. If you eat three or four chocolate balls, then you are worried. Pig doesn't worry. Wants to eat, eat, enjoy. That's all. Eat like a pig. Because if you really want to experience certain things, you need a proper body for it, hardware for it. And the totality provides. Why? Because why not? The why is answered by why not. I always tell a story. So there is a philosophy uh, exam, philosophy exam in the university. So 100 marks, 3 hours paper. So. People are all like you are all worried about your exam all the time. So similarly, exam always creates a worry. So then uh, the exam paper was given. They were very uh, curious. They opened the paper. Sir, everything was blank. Then they found only one question. Why? Three hours exam, 100 marks. So they thought, okay, they may me, they mean why the creation is like this, uh, why the world is like this, why there is suffering in the world, all these things they were answering. So one intelligent person, like Max, <laughs> looked at it at one minute and answered, why not? Got full marks. Why not? Then you say, why? Why not? God gives you opportunities. God means the totality, universal intelligence, provides us opportunities any number of times. Because compassion is the basis. If the totality has compassion as the basis, then should not be judgmental. Judgmental, then it's like my, like my uncle. Non-judgmental attitude and compassion when they are the basis, we are being provided with any number of bodies, 
to experience a life. The body is compared to like a vehicle. You change the vehicle after some time, you want to change your car. Someone says, why? Eh, why not? No, your car is still functioning very well. Yeah, but I am bored of it. I want to change. That's why another vehicle is provided to experience a life in different ways. Because human body, as human body, we can experience certain things. A male body experiences certain things, a female body experiences another thing. An animal experiences different things. Birds experience different things. Aquatic creatures experience different things. So different bodies are provided by the totality to experience life. So the basis becomes like, if you look at it in this perspective, reincarnation or continuation of life looks logical. That is how we are being provided with any number of chances. And we keep changing different bodies. Then certain objections, people raise certain objections, but I don't remember in my what I did in my previous birth. I don't even remember whether I was there or not. People say that. We also get that uh, doubt. That, but I don't remember if I were there, I don't remember. Do you remember what you ate last Tuesday dinner? Yeah, probably. <laughs> what exactly you ate? Or can you tell what dress you were wearing last Monday morning? <laughs> or you don't remember. So since you don't remember what you ate, I will conclude that you didn't eat. Or you don't remember what you wore, I conclude you were not wearing anything at that time. Memory is not an evidence for our doing. We don't remember our childhood. So we were not there in the childhood. <laughs> Memory is a very weak evidence. We don't remember so many things. Yesterday what we did, we don't remember. Only we remember salient features. Some important things only we remember. The reason is... Every night we sleep, memory is getting sorted out. All the memories are sorted out. Only important things are kept. Other things are all bundled and then put in. They are condensed. The memories are condensed. Now, for example, see, at 10 o'clock in the night, I will come to you and I will ask what all you did today. You can explain everything what you did from the morning till 10 o'clock in the night. Almost you can remember everything. Next morning, 6 o'clock, I will come and ask you. Most of the things are gone. It's not that you they are completely wiped out, but they are, memories are all condensed. 1 GB becomes 1 KB. Put in a zip file. You all understand zip files, isn't it? And then put it in the archives, memory. Then your memory is available, fresh availability. Otherwise, you cannot uh, have any space. At 10 in the night, I will come to your room and I will say, okay, now let us discuss about the important topic in anatomy. You will say, no, tomorrow. Get out of this place, no? <laughs> we will talk tomorrow. Why? What happened? What is your problem? No space. It's all full. Already mind is full. I need to take rest. What is meant by taking rest? When you are taking rest, not only your body is getting rest, but your memories are all sorted out, bundled up, condensed and put in things. Only important things we remember. Rest of the things are there, but in condensed form. That's why if you want, you can recollect. But it takes some effort. You need to do some search. Search engine has to go and do the job. That's why whenever you try to remember, we do like this. You know? Isn't it? Like you are tapping the mouse. Trying to recollect. What are you doing? I am trying to recollect. Search engine has the connectivity. We try to recollect. So the memories are condensed, shortened, and put so that fresh. It's available. Your memory is available. If we remember everything, just think of it. If you remember everything from your childhood, now, can you enjoy the present moment? Impossible. Impossible. We cannot enjoy the present 
moment if we remember everything they have so nature again out of compassion bundles up these things and puts them in necessary pockets they are not wiped out but they are condensed as time progresses the file goes down and down that's why if you have to recollect something what you did 10 years before it takes more time why because it's stored somewhere in the layers of your unconscious mind and we don't know how to extract the files extracting files is uh, everybody doesn't know isn't it first time when i was trying to extract a file from a zip file i didn't know i had to ask somebody how to do it similarly extracting our memories we are not trained so we don't remember and we don't need also and now you think of it if you remember all our previous births with all their memories all our father in laws mother in laws and everything we cannot be peaceful now agree or i don't agree so again nature out of compassion removes all these things or reduces these things so that we can enjoy and move in the life so now what is the logic behind it yeah i will explain if then we will, i will open it up for questions because mostly some it gets cleared many times so what is the logic behind these things how to understand in the yoga system we have a method of understanding is like a yogic perspective we have the world and then physical body subtle body causal body and self so it's a yogic way of looking at ourselves i keep telling this always perspectives physics perspective is the physics looks at us as energy and matter chemistry looks at us as chemicals isn't it a biochemist when you go to a your blood test what they will tell they will tell in terms of your chemicals so yogic way of looking at us this is one way of looking at us is the world this is all the world then we have a physical body subtle body causal body and self self is me i am the self i have a physical body in order to interact with the world i need a physical body and i have a subtle body that is the mind and a causal body not casual body causal it's serious it's not casual the cause is causes the subtle body and the gross body or the physical body the deeper layers of the mind unconscious mind deepest layers of the unconscious mind we call it as causal body physical body is called stoola sharira sukshma sharira karana sharira so different technical words we use now how to understand them very simple now we are i think we are all in waking state we call it as waking state wakeful state or waking state so we have everything physical body is available the mind is available the deeper layers of mind are available i am there able to interact with the world now at 10 in the night you will sleep what do you do first of all let us try to understand when you go to your room imagine you are in a single room you go to your room you bolt your door yes once you go into your room what do you do you bolt your door switch on your ac probably it is already on and then you bolt your door and then what do you do you look below your pot above so that there are no spiders no cockroaches no frogs so you just make sure you look at the bed people who are scared they look more they go to the bathroom also they will look around there okay now there is no big animal there now next what you do you switch off the lights and then you lie down you lie down you are not still asleep you lie down why you are doing all this to lie down before you sleep why are you doing all this because you are going to leave your body on the cot 
and you are going to go somewhere and the body has to be safe you are leaving the body in safe custody imagine you go to a forest can you sleep there why because the body is not safe maybe some tiger will come and take you away so you cannot sleep if you go to a forest and there is a lion roaring somewhere you won't sleep so now you are going to leave the body on the cot and then you will go into your dream state dream and deep sleep when you are dreaming what is happening your physical body is not available to you and the world is not available the world and the physical body are not available why because in the dream you are hungry you actually had a good meal in the night but you are hungry in your dream then in the dream you open your fridge and you are looking for food and there is no food you are really angry and frustrated and you are so angry that you kicked the fridge and then you woke up actually you were too full so you did you were dreaming a lot about food <laughs> so in the dream the physical body is not available it's resting there on the bed in the dream you need dream food in the dream you have a dream space a dream time you go to your country without ticket no hassles of passports visas you come back because it's a different time different space dream space dream time are different everything is in space and time so in the dream it's a new space new time dream space dream time the physical body and the world this world is not the dream world you experience a dream world in deep sleep after some time you go into deep sleep if the whole night if you are dreaming next morning you are completely tired imagine whole night if you are dreaming what will you tell in the morning oh i didn't sleep well why what happened whole night i was dreaming nightmares or nice dreams whatever it is the dreams so in deep sleep the subtle body also is not available the mind also is temporarily switched off temporarily the mind is switched off the deeper layers of the mind are functioning involuntary functions that's why they are all there parasympathetic nervous system is functioning something is there that is what we say connected to the causal body and the self so in deep sleep you have only causal body and self in dream you have subtle body causal body self in the waking we have physical body subtle body causal body self and the world around this world what we talk so every night we are experiencing a bodiless state this body which we think we love so much we are living it every night and in fact we loved our de- we love our deep sleep experience can anyone say that they don't like their deep sleep experience in fact other way around not able to sleep <laughs> is a problem so not experiencing this body is nothing new to us every night we seek that experience we seek an experience where this body is not there this world is not there still we are happy the deep sleep experience is a happy experience where we are not experiencing any body we don't know our body we don't know our gender we don't know anything still we are so when we are talking of reincarnation or rebirth it is simply based on these principles every day we sleep and we come back wake up into the same body whereas what we call reincarnation we wake up in another body simple it's not a big difficult thing this body served its purpose for whatever reasons it's a pretty complex lot of aspects are there in it but we leave this body and we don't come back into the body we get back into some other body and we continue the journey there because we want to experience at the deeper layers we have desires the deeper desires the deeper desires lead us to reincarnations and the totality provides the opportunity as many desires you desire so many opportunities are provided only thing is they have to match with what we do 
what i mean is i want to become a tennis player i want to win wimbledon why because i am watching wimbledon i want to also become a wimbledon champion but i never even played tennis even once i don't want to become wimbledon champion it's not possible the totality doesn't provide but i desired the desire is there as a seed the desire is there as a seed but it won't sprout why because the conditions are not conducive you just think of it there is a seed here you keep a seed here seed understand seeds of any any tree any plant keep a seed here even 10 years it will not sprout the same seed you just keep outside it will sprout conditions have to be conducive desire is the seed i want to become a wimbledon champion but so what happens the totality will provide me after some time maybe in one birth i will start playing tennis so start learning basics it will take some time and in one lifetime or in a few lifetimes i become a national champion but i have this desire to become a grand slam champion I want to get into grand slam i played up to 30 years i could not get into grand slam i have to retire but this strong desire to become a grand slam is still there then what happens i continue i retire i become a coach and then i die next birth i take birth in the family of tennis players or tennis coach and straight when i am 3 years old i pick up the racket by 8 i am the local champion by 13 i am into grand slams that's where we see all these prodigies and people who are they pick it up quickly few months before some of you definitely have seen uh, the interview of a boy 5 year 11 months 5 year old 5 years 11 months old boy was interviewed by a an etihad uh, airways pilot this boy knew so much about flying aircrafts he was talking all technical details you you haven't seen that amazing have seen someone has seen i think i have that somewhere in the whatsapp i see i will see if i can post it on the group is a very interesting thing the boy knew so many technical de- details about uh, flying aircrafts he was telling if the engine is going to one engine fails what should be done if two engines fail what has to be done and he was explaining and uh, amazing when the pilot was asking questions he was ask- he was answering things which he was not even a- a- asking he was answering more than that how you have to uh, take care he was using many technical words also it was very interesting 5 years this is what we say we pick up the thread but only thing is whatever we desire won't be given immediately because we are desiring so many things this totality cannot fulfill everything why because sequential it's not exactly sequential but in particular the totality decides in which order they have to be fulfilled that's how we get chances to continue like every desire is like an arrow released into the totality totality does provide opportunities to fulfill them but in combination with so many other things whether we worked for it or not whether it is in conflict with somebody else's desires so many things are there in the calculation of the totality okay now i open the questions then we will see yes in reincarnation we physical body goes off see in every day we are coming back to the same physical body every night now we sleep the physical body we are not in touch with it the prana is the connection between the physical body and the subtle body that is the connection that's why if you are uh, sleeping people check okay breathing is there this is alive so when we have to leave the body then the breath goes off and then there is a disconnection con- discontinuity or uh, disconnect with the physical body we go to another physical body another physical body is provided by the totality who provided us this body the same energy provides us another body
who is digesting our food now some energy is digesting we ate whatever we wanted to eat and we don't know what is going on inside it's all getting digested breathing is taking place digestion is taking place our endocrine system respiratory system excretory system all systems are functioning we don't even walk many times we say i want to walk but we are not walking actually walking is taking place we only make an intention that's all let me walk walking takes place are we sending all the signals okay lift your leg lift move your hands send blood there the same universal intelligence provides us another body to continue the life experiencing life yes ஸ்னாப் but they come back somehow somehow the prana left but they come back i met one person in my small town number of years seven or eight years before he was declared dead taken to the cremation ground he was about to be burnt he got up from the pyre before he was burnt and many hours passed in between it happened many there are hundreds of examples of near death hundreds people medically declared dead certified put in mortuaries after 8 to 10 hours got up some people can have because it may be their desire for example if i have an intense desire i want to remember my previous births then next birth i may be provided with the memory in this very birth we can recollect if we want regression therapy and other things one can recollect one life with these modern therapies in buddha when he practiced meditation he remembered 500 births with details and not only it is buddha's experience but most of us when who tried we i did recollect a few of my previous births yeah that's it can be connected that's what i am trying to say that depends on our interest see that depends on in examples which i told there were people who are curious to investigate if i have the interest to investigate i will but when i am convinced i am not interested to investigate because it doesn't serve any purpose what will uh, it do to me if i try to investigate because i don't need a proof for myself the evidence is ma- meant for proving to others when we know we know is done if i am trying to convince you then i need to do all that but why everybody doesn't remember because one the nature again out of compassion doesn't give it because there is a thick lid on the unconscious memories thick lid because we cannot handle them if we get all our memories of previous births we cannot handle we are not ready for it it's too much some people they also remembered only one or two births in that example of the shanti devi she remembered one birth in another example two births they remembered that's all in buddha's life he remembered 500 births he can handle it yes that i will explain the question is in this belief system are there any finite elements finite number of souls this is a standard question i will explain yes next one uh, yes causal body and self no subtle causal and self they it moves yes all the three subtle body causal body and self moves to another body that's why nothing is lost 
in terms of whatever values we acquire whatever skills we acquire also they are all there we don't remember the details the summaries are kept details are uh, pushed to the lower layers of the unconscious mind that's why some people can pick up things quickly some people take time to pick up certain things because it's all already there regarding the souls it's not the soul is not something like a it's we call it as infinite number of souls it is infinite because you cannot count any countable number is finite what cannot be counted is infinite because you if you take within this small place there will be billions you cannot count actually the number of life patterns here animals aquatic creatures birds not only on planet earth but in the entire universe that's why we don't need to reincarnate on the planet earth we can be somewhere else on mars or some other solar system because for totality it is not an effort to place us anywhere it's not an effort there is no journey there there is no travel there it's instant yes yeah that's a good good question you, do you never like is there a situation when the incarnation stops that is the question which we call as enlightenment that is when after do, the question is like do you, is there a situation when you don't uh, incarnate anymore so it is like after a long travel people do this uh, backpacking backpackers 3 years 2 years world tour after some time they get tired they say enough we want to go home isn't it it's like people who do like 2 3 years of world tour they say we are really tired we want to go home similarly after maybe few billion lives somebody can say i am tired of these things i am no more interested in this it's possible but it's not just my desire which will decide that why because i already asked for a lot of things they already were delivered you ordered things in the amazon they already delivered so even if you don't want they will come to you you get the point today i say that i don't want any more reincarnations i am i am satisfied enough like you asked last time enough of all these things it's not that i'm fed up or anything i am satisfied i am not interested anymore but then what about what all the things you ordered before and you did before so that has to that journey has to complete then a person is called as enlightened when the causal body is diffused but still the totality decides whether the person will reincarnate or not in reincarnate that's what we say buddha or ramana maharshi they don't need to reincarnate because there is no more desire there no binding desires i have to fulfill something to experience all that is not there they are happy by their nature because desire is an expression of incompleteness like i am not quite happy i want to fulfill something to become happy that is not there so it's it's a possibility very much what happens it merges in the totality you merge in the totality in the you become one with the universal intelligence we take the standard example a salt doll a salt doll went to the beach for a swim a doll made up of salt went to the beach for a swim and went for a swim and never came back why became one with the ocean you become one with the ocean one with the totality here it is there is an individuality which is transmigrating there the individuality merges with the totality so that is what is called as you gain the totality because the individual became the total what is it 
subtle body subtle body is our mind essentially all our uh, i'm not getting into the technical things but subtle body means our uh, top layers of the mind causal body is our deeper layers of the mind a simple way to understand yes different theories are there there are different theories in they say that in accidental death the person reincarnates quickly because there is a sudden stoppage to the energy just transmits like in the example of the janti devi it was uh, there is a gap of 1 year 10 months because when she died it was recorded when she was born it was recorded so there is a gap of 1 year 10 months but in many times it can be 300 years it can be 500 years but the time scales are different Yes. Yes, in the time frame it is like a dream like experience. The the gap between two bodies is exactly like a dream experience. Because we have the subtle body causal body and self which is similar to a dream experience. The dreams can be nice dreams, they can be nightmares or they can be a combination of them. And the dream time scales are different. that's why sometimes when we dream it can be short duration it looks like long sometimes it is long but it looks like short so because the mind is producing time time is uh, mind is not in space and time time and space are in mind yes karma Yes, of course. That is why I use the word. I may desire, but what have I done? I didn't elaborate there deliberately because the karma. What all I have done? If I have done a lot of good things, they carry. Good means what? Physically, verbally, mentally, directly, indirectly, all that is there. I would have done something physically very good, but uh, mentally I am not having the good intentions. It gives one results. physically i may not be doing anything great but mentally intentionally i may be really kind and good it has a different results so all this is a part of the karma which adds to my desires so what i desire what i deserve the combination is decided by the universal laws yes and just how many words affect what you mean as so someone had a really good life and they You, you understood the question the the karma the accumulation of karma essentially you are asking a question like does it affect what you are reincarnated into yeah of course what we are we but it is not immediate we have to understand one thing for example today i did something that means tomorrow i will get result not necessary karma if you carefully see some karma gives immediate results some karma doesn't give immediate result like for example you are thirsty you drink water what is the immediate result your thirst is reduced isn't it after 4 hours your bladder is full you have to evacuate afterwards effect and you ate a chocolate ball immediate effect you felt happy afterwards every day you eat one month you see effect so it's not immediate certain actions they give immediate results certain actions they give results much afterwards so whatever we are doing it's not lost so sometime for example you just think of it you go to on a weekend you go to an indian restaurant and you ordered some indian spicy food and you ate your dinner at 7 o'clock in the night please note my words you ate at 7 o'clock in the night you finished your dinner by 8 o'clock you came to your room everything was very good then at 10:30 or 11 some discomfort started at 12 the problem started at 2 you woke up completely and then you were sitting only in the bathroom now at 2 in the night you then you think 8 o'clock i ate 2 o'clock i am suffering 6 hours it's not immediate so the results of things they are not immediate 
Sometimes we would have done a lot of good things. Because this is where many people get confused. They say that people who are doing good things are suffering. People who are doing terrible things are enjoying. So it's not like some things will be immediate, some things are in the long run. Yes, please. Yes, yes, yes. One by one, I am taking. Right, why there is heaven and hell? We're all gonna be heaven and hell. It is heaven and hell. Is I tell a story. So there was a, a Zen master, and one uh, sumo sumo wrestler came to the Zen master, and then he came sumo wrestler, you know, no? and he came to the Zen master. He said, "Is a is a big sumo wrestler, a champion." Busy guy. So, he came, he said, Master, salutations, I'm busy. Uh, I came here with a specific question, quickly tell me. I want to know what is heaven, what is hell. I want to know about heaven and hell. Zen master was sitting quiet, having his cup of tea. They are very particular about the tea. Enjoying the tea. Didn't answer him. This wrestler is already getting worked up, getting angry. What is this man drinking tea when I am asking questions? Does he not know that I am a champion? Five minutes, ten minutes, this guy is not answering. One cup he drank, he poured one more cup he is drinking. Became furious. He said, do you know what the hell are you doing? If I hit you with one, one shot, you will be crushed to the ground. He screamed at him. Then the master said, this is hell. Then he suddenly realized his mistake. He became very quiet. He just sat quietly for some time. He fell at his feet and said, I'm very sorry, I understood my mistake. He said, this is heaven. What we mean is, uh, we create heaven and hell. If they are geographical locations, I'm not talking of them. If they are, heaven and hell are geographical locations, they are also limited. Of course, we do change. Yeah, why, why there is these religions and the things that we need to do and pray if we're just not going to be like judged for it at the end of our life? Why do we do it? We are judged for our actions. No, no it's not judged also. I'm explaining. It's not even judged. It is a universal law. Simple, the laws are universal. It is not because of our faith. I may believe, for example, you just think of it, I keep saying, you, you, you accept gravity, you accept gravity, and then you build a temple for gravity. Temple for gravity. And then you announce it, and you take subscriptions from people. Those who believe in gravity all must pay annual fee. And you should become members of the temple for gravity. Gravity temple. And then you are giving, every day you are worshipping, you are singing poems and then songs and then you have your rituals and you are worshipping gravity. Then one day you happen to fall. And then you know gravity, I prayed whole life for you, please bring me down slowly. The gravity doesn't bother. And you are going at a really rapid speed from the 30th floor at 9.8 kilometers per second square. And you think, gravity, whole life I spent worshipping you. What are you doing? I made so many members. So there is no mean in having God. It's universal loss. What I am trying to say is, gravity is universal. You worship, you don't worship. Gravity is gravity for everybody. There is no question of belief or faith. Similarly, actions and results. For example, if I am doing good things, Let's say you are helping somebody or you are harming someone. Actions have a result. Actions have outcomes. With a lot of intricate aspects to it. We have to understand. That's why we said in actions also we have physical actions, verbal actions, psychologically and directly, indirectly, intention behind. There is a lot of complexity. Ignorance, in ignorance you do something. Knowingly you do something. So all these aspects are 
taken care in the and it is universal it is doesn't depend whether i believe i don't believe doesn't matter so that is where anything we talk about god or anything it should be if it is universal we have no problem so when we are talking of heaven and hell and other things sort of we have to understand if we understand them as physical locations then they are limited they can never be eternal because any physical thing is limited it is in time what is meant by eternal dinner you tell me always used to think about it eternal dinner you go to the heaven and there is eternal dinner you should stay only with soup because if you complete soup then you will complete the next item it is it cannot be eternal so you should stay with soup then it is eternal i'm just joking but yes that is they have to answer they have to answer whatever reasons see there is lot of evidence within the within the christianity that uh, there is reincarnation in the scriptural things of the old testament and all abraham or someone says i was there before and all people the theologians they will tell but i i don't want to get into that eastern religions that is a buddhism or indian systems see there are three ways of looking at it try to understand there are three ways one scriptural evidence indian scriptures they say reincarnation two logic three experience shruti yukti anubhava we call it shruti means scriptural evidence logic that's why i was using the logic like for example i want to reincarnate why not totality provide me a chance what is wrong in it give me another chance one more chance why should i be condemned so logic and then all these things we call them as the experiential things empirical evidence you cannot call uh, these examples whatever stories with which i started as an evidence but they indicate we call this empirical evidence yes um, just came back to the karma that was carried through um what about i struggle to understand about um babies and young oh we will talk to them these are the complex you are bringing a bit complex issues i will address but the time is short i agree see with our limited mind we are trying to understand uh, complex things but uh, i will address your question if i don't address you remind me we will talk about it yes we will uh, we will look into that it's like uh, bigger questions in terms of uh, uh, these are like things uh, uh, we have to understand a few more aspects to look into it because uh, human being is being given a total freedom we have freedom to do freedom not to do freedom do it to do differently kartum akartum anyatava kartum we have human being has that feature because freedom is our nature like as i was mentioning unconditional uninterrupted joy is the nature of the self similarly freedom is the total our nature is freedom so we are so free that we can think we are bound so similarly that freedom is abused but the totality doesn't intrude into that because the totality is giving that freedom because the nature of the self is freedom and the totality is not different from us it is our true nature my true nature is not different from your true nature that is the ultimate understanding and that is understood then this puzzle is resolved yes
um, there's no such thing as an accidental death. It was meant to be then, and they were meant to come back as a reincarnated 